0: Welcome to Past Times. I'm your host, Destroyer H6, aka Alex Wood in the real world. My guest today, uh, first off, Ultimate 23 Dragon could not be here today. And believe it or not, I'm going to explain how I um, was, uh, I guess we could say, uh, oh yeah, I got an untable internet connection here. It's on my end. So I apologize about that to our guest today. Uh, but, uh, well, here's a guest today. It is Darian Gilliam, a.k.a. Black Flags Matter. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on, Alex. Yeah, Ultimate Dragon put me in touch with you, and uh, you seem like a pretty cool guy chatting with you in the DM. so I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this little podcast episode, so happy to be here. Thanks, me.
0: So for those of you who live under a rock, you don't know who Darian is. Darian makes all these awesome videos, I should say that, because Darian talks about some pretty serious stuff, too. Um, so, Darian, kind of introduce yourself and tell people what you've talked about.
1: Oh, thank you. First off, thank you so much for the uh, for the compliments there. I really appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, my name is Darian Gilliam, aka Black Lives Matter on YouTube. I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, born and raised out here. My family is predominantly from the South, but like uh, pretty much. I'm um, born and raised there, so I'm really the first of my family uh, to be raised out um, on the West Coast. So obviously, since my mom was on uh, was uh, born in, in Virginia and raised in the South her whole life, NASCAR was a big part of her life. So naturally, when she moved out here, she brought some of that culture with her and um i grew up watching it with her and stuff and it was always a family thing but the thing is though uh, i couldn't interact with other friends about nascar because they weren't particularly interested in nascar or or really motorsports in general um so it was really just a family niche thing we would just watch it together i would just watch it with my family and that's it but um you know uh, around 2018 2017 after dale jr's retirement i was like damn like my interest was kind of weighing to be honest with you i was like oh man i better do something so I can stay interested in it, because I really think the sport can be on the come-up again. We just got to wait and see. So I started the channel, um, came up with the name Black Flags Matter in, like, 2016, uh, when I was 18, just thought it would be a funny, um, clever play on words, and, you know, people, most people understand what it is, but obviously yeah. you get a few who, uh, who, like, get offended, but I'm like, it's just a funny play on words, you, you know what it is, you know, Black Flags and racing and all that stuff, but, you know, and, um, you know, I started uploading NASCAR Bus and other very serious series, and then three years later at 34,000 subs, like I still can't believe it. It's crazy, but it's really a blessing. And I really appreciate everyone's support.
0: First off, I want to say thank you for expose, helping expose Jason Jacoby. Oh my God. I did not know what the hell was going on.
1: You know, you know, that, that, that situation was, that was very bizarre um, because it actually took place like, you know, the same time the Bubba Wallace incident was taking place too, you know, people were, slandering him saying he saw the news and it was a ho it, it clearly wasn't true but then at the same time you had this situation going on with uh mr ja- with uh, mr jacoby and i don't know just some of the stuff i was hearing like i would heard rumors for a while but then you, mentioned- you know we started hearing facts and it was it was very bizarre and scary so somebody had to put a stop to it
0: um so you know i i definitely agree with you on that um so when What was your first ever NASCAR video that you made? Because I believe the first one I ever saw was the J.J. Yaley NASCAR bus video. What was the first video you ever did?
1: So the first video I ever did was um, the Tiger Woods of NASCAR, you know, uh, question mark. And it was about Bubba Wallace. I uploaded it on December 28th, 2017. And I remember uh, I spent all night making it uh, the night before um, on the 27th. And I was really happy. It was the first time I ever used Final Cut Pro. Um, my brother helped me find a pirated version for free, so I was able to uh, to take advantage of that. And then I learned how to download the clips and then do the audio. It was really uh, it was really a, a whole new experience. And I was like, oh, uh, after I was done, I liked it. And then I eventually loved making videos, so I just kept making them. And then eventually I made the NASCAR bus. The first one of that was uh, Casey Atwood and J.J. Yelly. So, so yeah, it, but it all originally started with the, the Tiger Woods and NASCAR video.
0: Yeah, and uh, first off, I love the NASCAR Weekly podcast, and one day I'm hoping I get to be on it. So, hey, we'll,
1: we'll have a fan stream. We'll have a fan stream sometime. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll definitely be doing that. So stay tuned. Um, the way we're gonna be picking guests this year, it's gonna be like more of a week to week thing. Okay. We used to schedule out like months in advance, but we're just gonna start uh, scheduling out guests week to week. So just stay tuned. You'll uh, you'll hear some news about that.
0: Yeah, well, uh, hey, you hear you heard it here. Gosh, you heard
1: it here first, people. Yeah there no i've been there. i've had my sayings my mistakes like yeah i mispronounce words a bunch of times so don't feel bad so
0: i didn't want to bring this up but you've actually liked some of my posts on instagram oh, yeah. yeah uh the jason jacoby one with all those prisoners <laughs> oh the memes
1: yeah i like any yeah i like all the memes pretty much so, like if if somebody makes a meme and they tag me in it then yeah i gotta and if it's good i'll like it and if it's like great, I'll probably like it and then comment on it. It's it's pretty cool that like everybody's like you know so adverse in meme culture in this community too. So it's really ahead of its time.
0: Then yeah. there's the one that of that I won that NH five copy from Joseph, which we'll talk oh, about. Yeah. yeah, when you see Jason Jacoby walking towards you, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna turn around. That's for sure. Well, I think everybody's gonna turn around. Hide your children. <laughs> But um, regarding Lombard, what do you think about that since you guys were, you know, buddies for a long time? Oh, yeah,
1: I spoke about that briefly. Um, now, Obviously on Twitter I condemned it all because, you know, I, this is a guy we've known for years. And, you know, we, we didn't like, – like we heard rumors, obviously. But a lot of that, there was no factual it, – it wasn't based upon facts. It was just like, you know, in my opinion, like people trying to be mean. And in my conversations with him, I bat, like, I, he – so, basically, I'm of the mindset is, like, he thought that he was doing nothing wrong, I guess, because I was asking, like, hey, like, some people are saying this and that and all that stuff. Like, is this stuff true? And he would deliberately, like, just say no. And I'm like, oh, oh. I mean, like, that's all I could go off of. You know what I mean? So, um, but, but no, but then you start seeing this other stuff, and it's absolutely sickening. It's disgusting. And he – really just full of all to be honest with you. And and to be honest, like, it's really, really evaluated on how I need to vet people, because, you know, I stayed at this guy's house before, and you know, we've uh, been to the racetracks, I've hung out with him uh, from time to time, and stuff, when he's out here, you know, I, I used to consider him a good friend, I don't consider him a friend anymore, um, really anything of that matter, just nothing um, at this point, but, you know, the, the law enforcement needs to handle that too, and it's just you know, it's, it, it's really sad that, you know, some people have, like, now we got an unstable connection. The community. And, you know, at the same time, if we don't speak up against this type of behavior, then we're just complacent in it as well, and absolutely don't want to be complacent in any of this degenerate behavior. So, um you know, you can speak up on it, but I'm not going to speak out on that too much anymore just because with law enforcement, they can do their thing and stuff. You know, you can only speak up on something so much. And, you know, once once you hit your max, then, you know, there's really no need to talk about it. Everyone knows it's wrong, so we're good.
0: Yeah. Um. How do you believe that those, the Jason Jacoby thing and the Lombard situation compare? Because I made a video uh, addressing, excuse me, not but, not just Lombard but and Jacoby, but, you know, the people who are saying they're pretty much the same thing um what do you think
1: it's 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 bad behavior it doesn't matter like like to me bad behavior is bad behavior no matter what it is i mean it's just both like i mean both were just sick just sick in the head to be quite honest with you just sick in the head sick individuals um and to be i mean this is a shame too because myself and many others including yourself i assume you know we grew up watching these guys yep you know i remember watching jason jacoby's stuff and like 2012 2014 i remember seeing his iRacing racing stuff i thought the whole pizza car like that that sim rig was bizarre I'm like how much I, I was even thinking at the time damn you can really afford that but then, you know we know the whole backstory to that and then joseph too like at the time nascar youtube or really motorsports youtube was really had it really had a niche collective of uh of creators um who really set the uh, really set the benchmark on what on what you can and can't do on motorsports YouTube. And a lot of these guys I grew up watching, and Joseph was one of them because, you know, he was, like, on the video game side of things. And I played NASCAR games all the time, so I naturally liked his stuff. I thought it's backstory, you know, with him having autism, Asperger's, you know, able to, you know, to rise above all the haters of that who make fun of him for that, too. Like, I thought that was a good story, and I supported him. But then, you know, obviously this stuff comes out about two of these guys, and they're both sick. So, you know, it's a shame. And, And, you know, my lesson to everyone, you know, really be careful who you trust um, and and also whatever like whoever influencers or whatever creators you look up to like don't, don't don't have like you know don't don't sip their Kool-Aid all the time you know what i mean like exactly you know what i mean like if, if they do something wrong call them out on it and you know if you see this type of behavior don't be complacent in it either because motorsports get bad rep all right, you know gets a bad enough rep as is and we don't need these people you know ruining you know what we're trying to build on here and you know just we're just trying to have fun and watch you know like you know talk about racing watching racing all that sort of thing and those people just ruin it so if we can just get those people out of motorsports it'll be a much better place
0: i definitely agree i definitely agree so how'd you get involved with the nascar weekly podcast
1: oh that is a story let me tell you so back in 2018 i was out on spring break in reno and uh, you know, uh, spring break. Uh, this was my sophomore year of college. So I partied pretty hard too at the time, a little bit. um And I remember I was out there. I was basically just, you know, having a good time. And then I remember one night I got home. I believe it was a Saturday night. Got home through two, three in the morning. I had to be up at six to drive home, basically to drive me and my friend home. So I would only get like two, three hours sleep at this point. But I seen a, a Jared, aka the iceberg. I didn't know his real name. I, I, time but I seen the iceberg dm'd me and asked me to join a podcast and stuff and I remember glancing at it and be like yeah I'll reply to it later but then I totally forgot about it because like at the time yeah. I had spaced out like I'm just I mean it's, I'm tired I'm kind basically I'm I'm at least tipsy at this point it's three in the morning and I got to get up at six to drive home so it's like the last thing on my mind so then fast forward a month and a half later and then I check my uh, youtube dms and this is crazy Hey um, in a few in a, So if I didn't check my DMs in a, um, um, soon enough, perhaps I wouldn't have been able to be on the podcast perhaps. you know history might have changed a little bit. but no I seen his DM, I said I would love to join the show. I, I would love to be on as a guest. And I went on the first time, loved it, connected with uh, Jared, Eric, and Danny. Uh, love those guys. those guys are basically family now. And I remember telling my parents afterwards, like, oh my gosh, I want to do this with them like every week, but I think they're like good. I think the three of them are good on their own though. So I don't think they need me. And the next week they didn't have a guest. Their guest bailed out last minute. I can't remember who it was. And they asked me to come on and I stayed on the whole show again. And then I had the balls, uh, I had the courage and balls to ask them after the show, hey, can I do this like with you guys week to week? And Jared's like, yes, yes, please. If you have any ideas, let me know. And then also if you have any guests, let me know. And from May, uh, from May 2018 to now it's it's been a blessing man it's you know keeps growing and we've been um, hanging out with each other from time to time too personally and I, I consider those guys family at this point
0: yeah what if we did it all what if we did a NASCAR youtuber meetup at Michigan how do you feel about that
1: Michigan yeah so basically um, I don't know I don't know like what the uh, what, um, what the plans are for all the races I'll be attending and stuff but Michigan is on my bucket list to be quite honest with you, I would love to see IndyCar race there again. Ooh. First and foremost, I would love to see that. But I know some people have some varying opinions on that because you know Michigan's a pretty fast track. Oh, yeah. you know you see it, it's had its fair share of accidents too. So you know to each uh, to each their uh, to each their own on that. But watching the Champ Car races, oh my God! Like especially ninety nine, two thousand, oh one, like those races. Um, were amazing there and i would love to see that happen down the road but you know you never know um but yeah i mean i'm a youtuber meet up at michigan uh, with the podcast crew there that that's very intriguing though uh, we'll have to see down the road i don't know about 2021 but you know certainly down the road in the future
0: i can help everybody out with that um you know since i've been there for a number of races i did watch the two times Kislowski won there the one race i wish i would have been to was when johnny benson won that truck race there ultimate 23 dragon what year was that
1: 2006 oh 2006 oh yeah and, and he had just uh he had just joined the truck series up to that point correct
0: he was in the truck series in 2005 at the earliest he also was in the truck series in oh four after finch let him go i mean i wrote an entire article about johnny benson sub- summarizing his career of course me being from west michigan myself um do you know uh where i'm from exactly
1: uh no no I I assume it's Michigan though
0: <laughs> yes uh Saint Joseph is in the west it's in the southwest side so we're not too far from Johnny Benson's hometown actually which is a, which is obviously Grand Rapids it's about ninety miles south oh wow so I uh,
1: very underrated in his career a very underrated uh driver I might have to do a championship seasons on uh one of his truck championships down
0: the road it was the ninety five Bush Series Championship and the 08 truck championship about that so he's even better than I thought <laughs> very underrated Johnny Benson better than we thought by black flags matter featuring ultimate 23 dragon and, and destroyer h6 how do you think about that
1: hey, maybe yeah you never know you never know down the road you guys are um, I would, I'd assume you guys are are Johnny Benson fanatics obviously dragon is and I'd assume you're a huge fan of his so you never know we'll see
0: he's my favorite local guy might get some help on that so we'll keep in touch on that well, I got a lot of Johnny Benson stuff in the box over here not not the box that I have my computer propped up against uh, the box uh, by my dresser so I mean I got a I'm a, basically a JB hoarder at this point um, Carson Hosevar obviously is Johnny's protege I've known him for quite a while so
1: young truck series driver
0: yes sir he uh, raced in he raced actually at Berlin where Johnny got his start in Kalamazoo both tracks I've been to. Um, Thunderbird, that shithole in Muskegon, on the same street of uh, Michigan's Adventure.
1: Is it really a shithole, or is it just an exaggeration? you put? Really
0: <laughs> They've gotten rid of a lot of grandstands. I mean, Hartford is the is my local dirt track, and they shortened that freaking track up, which pisses me the hell off. But... The Bullring, I don't know if they'll even be racing
1: out here, because, you know, Vegas, they still have some of the COVID restrictions and all that. Um, we haven't had local racing at the Bull Ring since february 2019 so very early or no or no no excuse me february 2020 my bad february 2020 very early uh into uh you know the 2020 year Then obviously the rest of the year was bad after that but uh you know hopefully down the road we can get some racing there soon because the racing there is spectacular and you know me personally i've done some commentating out there and the driver interviews too so brings back a lot of memories so i'd love to See them race at that racetrack again.
0: I asked Austin ask this question, and I'm going to pose the same question to you: What inspired you to make your Jason Jacoby video? It was just about it was it it, it, it
1: you know it comes down to doing the right thing, no matter what the consequences are. Um, I knew there was going to be some flack for it. I knew people, some people were probably going to say, "Oh, he's just doing this for Cloud and all that stuff." Like, look, the same the thing is, is that this guy. Uh, was a prominent member in the motorsports YouTube community for years, uh, specifically in the uh, uh, specifically on the sim racing side of things. Um, and what was kind of weird was like some of the people were like, "Oh, this isn't news and all that stuff," but there was a, a lot of the subsection of you know the people in the community didn't know, and they're still watching this guy and they were wondering, "Hey, why did he delete his channel and all that stuff?" Um, so yeah, there. I, I guess the main inspiration for making that was just you know this guy was pathetic and he was just outright wrong what how he was treating his family so um you know he needed to be called out on it and you know I can only I could only do so much but I uh you know I did link Austin's video in the description as well and then I you know I put his numbers there too um you know for the local police departments out there and obviously the people came in full force and uh he was apprehended but then you know now he's released so I don't I you know like I said so it's a love-hate thing with that video because like I said earlier now I you know i kind of regret doing it because i thought okay he'd be behind bars and stuff but no he's still uploading on youtube and just you know having his nonsense you know the best thing to do in these situations uh, ladies and gentlemen
0: all right we're gonna try this again all right so we lost darian for just a second there my stupid computer is not very complacent right now so ladies and gentlemen darian is now going to explain to you what uh the best thing to do in this
1: situation is so the floor is yours darian Basically the best situation to do in these instances if you see toxic people such as, you know, a Jason Jacoby, such as a Dustin McGee, for example, and a Joseph Lombard, um, if they are posting just, you know, toxic stuff that has no basis in fact and basically slandering people. Hang on a second. (laughs) situation to do in these cases. If, you know, there are channels that are just looking for clout and just want to cause toxicity for the sake of getting views and attention, the best thing to do is to simply report these channels um, to YouTube. YouTube And because these channels are clearly in violation of YouTube's terms of service. So, you know, the the best course of action is to get these channels off of YouTube um, altogether. Uh, Because for the most part, you know the community is amazing it's full of wonderful people it's full of very creative people and to be quite honest motorsports the motorsports community to me is way more creative than any sports community combined just off of you know the stuff we see with NR2003 some of the artists stuff we see lefty and all that stuff like it's just yeah and lefty yeah especially lefty that guy is a creative genius
0: so. he was on uh episode 10
1: oh wow that's cool so yeah you know you know what i mean like basically for the most part motorsports people are awesome but there's a bad apples that basically ruin it for us all. So the best course of action is to just report these guys and get them off the platform.
0: I definitely agree with you on that, but this is a question that um, that was brought to mind... Shit, probably a few weeks... Pardon my language. But um, this was brought to my mind a few weeks ago. What's the difference between canceling someone and exposing someone?
1: So, I guess the I, that's a good question. I, gotta, I had to think about that for a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. So I do a little bit of thinking here, but basically the difference is like you know exposing someone you know that's holding them accountable. I mean, if you're clearly seeing them doing something wrong, you need to hold each other accountable. I've always said this. You've seen my Twitter, you've seen some of the stuff like exactly. you know some of it is trolling, some of it is serious, but you know it it gets some reactions. It, my logic is if everybody has the right to call me out, then I have the right to call everybody else out when they do something wrong, right? I mean, this is fairness, this is America, so, you know, um, freedom of speech and all that stuff. I'm, you know, that's a huge argument too, uh, freedom of speech, but that doesn't mean you're free of the consequences, so that's exposing. Now, canceling, I'd say canceling would be if it's extremely bad. Like, I'd say, you know, crossing lines of, you know, pedophilia to spousal, spousal, as, you know, they, those are that's justified for canceling someone, in my opinion. Like, you know, that you're you're being held accountable. You know, most of us are pretty good people, and these people just make the rest of us look bad, um, uh, and also guilty by association. So, that's the that's the best uh, that's the best way I can put it. So, you know, exposing someone would be hey calling them out on wrongdoing and all that stuff, and then just leaving it at that. But canceling someone would be not only exposing them, but also like hey this guy is weird. And he doesn't deserve to be here and he has no right to be here because he's clearly breaking terms of service and also just, you know, is morally bankrupt. So there's no reason he should be here.
0: So I'm going to explain something here that I'd like your opinion on. So I dated a girl for about a year and we've talked about this and she started to exhibit toxic behaviors pretty much immediately. Then earlier this year, I made a YouTube video on an unlisted link that her family somehow found and her sister, her sisters are just as bad, too. They tried canceling me, or ex- after I tried to expose her and her sisters. Do you- and then her oldest sister went on TikTok. Ultimate Twenty Three Dragon knows about this. Um, she saw the TikToks and she was like, "I'm gonna have the police called because I this is slander." No, it's not because I showed actual messages. And Darian, I will show you the messages at a- at a later time. Um, so do you think what I did was okay, like making the video to expose them and? you know, the police can do what they want there, or do you think that what I, what and, you know, who, so, you know,
1: that's, a, that, that's a personal matter, and yeah, I know, like, we've had those conversations, and all that stuff, up before the show, and like, in the DMs, and all that stuff, Um, if there's any wrongdoing, then yeah, you should clearly, you know, you know, expose it, and all that stuff, but, you know, I, I like I said, I don't, like, like, I don't know it personally, um, so I'm not going to comment on it okay. any further, just for my sake, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: that's totally fine. So I'd like to open the floor for you to ask me some questions because I know you've got a list. Uh, so feel free to ask. I'll
1: ask. Oh, I get to ask the questions.
0: Yeah, you get. Yeah, this is di- we're different than a normal podcast.
1: Oh, damn! So you put the guests on the spot. Okay, okay. So how long have you been a motorsports fan per se? Two thousand three. So I
0: was one year old after I came to America. Yeah, I was born in Moscow, Russia. If you didn't go on, Jason. You're from Russia. Oh my goodness. Da. <laughs> that means yes but anyway uh uh jason jacoby uh put it on his uh, uh website when i was friends with that monster um I, I have a piece of that sim rig that i'm gonna wipe my ass with tomorrow <laughs> but anyway um uh, so yeah I've, I've been a motorsports fan since 2003 instantly became a jeff gordon fan dale jr number two johnny benson has moved to number four because of chase elliott and um uh, yeah so that's how long i've been uh I've been a fan. Family got into it. They were all Gordon fans on my mom's side. Dad's side were all junior. And I assume you've got a question about YouTube, so I'm going to get that out of the way first. Uh, I started YouTube in 2014 as Jeff Gordon Fan 24. I was 12 years old at the time, and Joseph Lombard made some rude comments towards me. I was very vocal about that in the video I made. So then my parents found the channel when I turned 13 and shut it down. I went off YouTube for a while, and then 2017 is the first go around with destroyer bleh, destroyer h6 and that wasn't very successful and then the second one um i got bullied at school it ended up with me getting a black eye so i deleted that channel and this one really has taken off as of right now i'm sitting at 101 subscribers just reached 100 subscribers earlier this week Keep grinding. Yeah, thank you so much and uh yeah austin agonoski uh that interview really helped you know larry mc reynolds being on which that's a story in and of itself Ultimate Twenty Three Dragon being on, it took me a while to get in contact with her, but I finally did. I know I talk very fast. I'm from Michigan, so I don't talk as fast as Johnny Benson. But uh,
1: he talks really fast too. Yeah, he's got that. Uh, Michigan people have accents, correct? If if they do, what type of accents? Do they have?
0: Well, okay, I'm not the typical Michigander because I have. Yeah, born in Russia. I don't have a Russian accent. I mean, when I say something in Russian or Polish, like. Um, my friend, her last name is uh, very, very bullish, and uh, if I speak Russian, I, I have that accent. But my accent is actually because I grew up in a country like area, like not like Grand Rapids, but I grew up in St. Joseph, which is a country town on the beach in the Midwest. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, I have this Michigan accent with a um, su- Southern accent. So basically, here's how I would describe the Michigan accent, Johnny Benson. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> like, he, or if you watch the SNL video of Governor Gretchen Whitmer, they nailed the accent. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. I don't think I've seen that
1: one. I've seen plenty of like the Jeopardy, uh, the Jeopardy parodies on SNL though with Will, with Will Ferrell. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> yeah, those are always great.
0: What What do you think of the movie Driven? Uh... don't it's terrible yeah i i wait, oh is that the movie that everybody says is terrible it's about motorsports, sports but then it's like really bad you know, yep made fun of. okay okay ultimate 23 dragon likes it i like it i mean i like it for the wrong reason though <laughs> yeah I just like it for the wrong reason just for the laughs the giggles and the terrible cgi but um yeah do you have any other questions feel free to ask them
1: um i guess my final question is like you, you know i'm on your podcast and all that stuff you know uh, he put out a poll on his channel. He was asking uh, fans uh, ways on, on, on ways we can uh, improve our podcast, uh, the NASCAR podcast. So, do you have any suggestions on how we can improve our show? Or no? uh, you know, I've got
0: a few. You know, I think, you know, the, the hot topics, uh, really hot topics, uh, is a good way, but you guys already do that. Um, you know, I do think fan interaction is really good. I think you could increase that a little bit more. Um, so, I mean, that. But uh, other than that, you know, I think you guys are doing really good. And I also do believe that you might have some questions about my Jacoby experience, correct? Oh, uh, yeah,
1: I, I, you know, I'm not really. You know what I mean? Like like I said, you know, like obviously you asked about him and stuff like that. And I, I spoke up on it and stuff, you know. I, you know, to me, that's just the past. You know what I mean? I exactly. I want to leave that in the past and stuff. You know, like I said, you know, report him, do what you got to do and all that stuff. But, yeah, yeah. And if you had any experiences with Lumbar, Joseph, or Dustin McGee, for example, then just immediately report them and um, yeah, get them off the internet.
0: What happened with Dustin McGee? Uh,
1: he's, 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 I don't know, him and IDK have had beef for a while. Like, I don't know, Dustin's like, he basically just calls out people for clout. I don't know, it's weird. Um, I don't know, he, he doesn't really come off to me as somebody who's really all there, to be honest with you, and I'm not saying, I'm and, and this isn't, to make fun of mental health in any sort of way, but, you know, there are cases where, you know, some people um, shouldn't be on the internet um, because they don't know how to use the internet properly, and I think he's one of those people um, in this particular case, and, you know, he just drags certain people into it and all that stuff, and I, you know, it is just, it's just toxicity that just doesn't need to be there, so the best thing to do, obviously, you're asking about it right now, so I'm answering it, but like I said earlier, the best thing to do is just, these people. Um, don't give them any public attention. I learned that the hard way and uh, basically just report them.
0: So what's your favorite video you ever made?
1: Oh, favorite video? Oh gosh. See, I've had, it says YouTube said I've had 200 something uploads. But I really think the num- the real numbers, like in the 180s, in terms of video uploads, or 170s, or 60s, because I think about 40 or 50 of those are, you know, can up, you know, so-called uploads or just live streams. I don't really count those as actual uploads to streams. But I'd say my favorite video um, has to be, um, and this is just recently, the one I made on, you know, uh, come at your own risk tragedy in the oh, grandstands yeah. because I felt that story particular really was never told in a way uh before my video and i was like oh my goodness like this was crazy because it all took place during you know in the middle of the cart indie cart or or, excuse me the indie racing league uh cart split and it really could have destroyed open wheel racing in the states um because you had two different fan tragedies in both of the american open wheel sanctioning bodies the two largest uh, within a nine-month span, it's absolutely crazy. It's astounding, and it was it was tragic too, you know. And you know, my thoughts and prayers go with the families and stuff. And you know, this happened in you know years ago, so hopefully they found some solace up to this point, point, um, and hopefully they found some peace because you know when you're going to a motorsports event, you don't want to. I mean, obviously you know the risk. You know the risk. You know stuff might fly in the stands and all that stuff. And we can go there, but you know to have it actually happen in such a way like this, and and within a nine-month span, I just it was astounding, and I couldn't believe it, and, and, you know, the way that they were able to recover from those two tragedies, American Open World Racing was able to recover, is also, it's amazing in, in, in of itself, too, because, you know, today, IndyCar is, you know, I think it's the best it's ever been, you know, and it took a long time to get there, and, you know, this was part of that story, unfortunately, um, so, you know, I'd say, most recently, that is my, favorite video yeah i've got i mean there are a there's a long
0: list of videos that uh, that you have put out that i've enjoyed uh the uh jason jacoby one that just opened my eyes to a lot of things i did like your johnny benson 1999 season believe me that was a terrible
1: season for him that's right well, well, well to be fair looking back rouse racing you know he had his two guys martin and burton and I felt like the rest were just, you know, sideshows to Jack Roush. Because now that I hear stories about the way he's ran his team, you know, Benson was clearly a better driver than what that equipment was showing. And because the following season in 2000, he runs so much better, nearly wins the 500. And basically, both
0: Daytona races.
1: Yeah, yeah. Basically, he got that 10 team off the ground. And, and in 2001, they were able to get Valvoline. So it's really a feel-good story, being able to leave a so-called big team like Roush and being able to run better in lesser equipment. And that's
0: amazing. His story is so inspiring, going from a local racer in Michigan. I mean, for me, it, it's so close to home. It's just like, you know, and then him going to NASCAR, him going to nearly breaking his ribs and fr- or nearly dying in front of me, which, oh.
1: so oh yeah, that accident oh you were there
0: yep not right there i did see it happen when that that angle it
1: hit Ooh. see i couldn't imagine watching racing in that era it's just you know no safer barriers no hans devices you know up until 2001 of course but i'm
0: talking about 2009 at berlin oh oh my goodness oh okay so this is more
1: oh damn because i remember he had an accident in 2001 where he did have to set some time or no excuse me 2002 I thought he had an accident.
0: There were two. There, there's the one that Ultimate 23 Dragon went to at Richmond. Thanks, Brian Vickers. And then the one at um, Daytona. Thanks, Michael Waltrip. Both were not his fault. And then sh- there was damage to, Schrad- to Schrader's car at Daytona. But anyway, what's your favorite NASCAR video game? Since we're talking like early 2000s, and that's the best era of video games.
1: don't doubt, NASCAR Thunder 2004. That's the gold standard. I know some say NASCAR 2005, Chase for the Cup. But the thing is, though, is that 2004 had the complete package. You got to run your own team and all that stuff. And then, you know, the stat tracking was amazing. And I don't know why we don't we, we can't have that type of stat, uh, stat tracking in today's video games. It's, it's absurd. Um, but these were the games that – these games got me into racing and, and, uh, overall. And then, you know, these games were just amazing to play as a kid. And they're still amazing to play, you know, and I'm 23 years old uh, today. So, you know, I just wish I I hope hopefully 704 games gets a around and we can return to this type of legacy um, where, you know, we can uh, return to a point where NASCAR games um, are looked forward to on release day. Because I feel like, you know, nowadays, whenever 704 releases a NASCAR title, There's year after year, the excitement, the anticipation dies down. And I want to see that come back again. So I I don't know. So obviously NASCAR Thunder 2004, my most favorite game ever. And that's the gold standard every NASCAR game should go for.
0: Yeah, I've got a NASCAR Thunder 2003 Let's Play going right now. Next is NASCAR Thunder 2004. So if you guys are wondering, that is the next one. And I'm not announcing the driver I'm going to use yet. But it is a driver I really, really like. So you guys can go watch
1: it.
0: But, um, yeah, uh, I can't believe that I got and Gilliam on my podcast. This is so huge for me. Like, when you agreed to do this and when Dragon messaged me, I was like, holy shit. That's like, like I'm like, okay, I got to prepare for this one.
1: And Obviously, we have a very interesting history being her, you know. But, I mean, you know, we buried the hatchet. And, you know, it's just, you, you know, it's, um, it wasn't that serious to begin with anyways. Like, I just, uh, you know, I have a big mouth sometimes. Not going to lie. Like, you know that. Everybody knows that. You know, I say what's on my mind, that sort of thing. Um, but like I said, I'm not free from the consequences. So Exactly. About Dragon. Uh, obviously, she defended herself. You know, that she had every right to that sort of thing. Um, You know, I was just, you know, I was a lot younger back in the day. I'm still young, but, you know, I was obviously a lot younger and a lot more hot-headed, let's say. So,
0: yeah. Um, I her a friend, you know, I DM her
1: from time to time, she DMs me. She was defending me for the uh, for, uh, for the Truex rumor, because my one tweet made NASCAR Reddit, and NASCAR Reddit was, and some people on, on NASCAR Reddit thought that I started the rumor, I was like, no, I never started anything, I'm just like saying, like, hey, there's a possible rumor that we, that is uh, going around, and uh, you never know what's going to happen,
0: so. You never do, I agree with you, I agree 100%, so, but yeah,
1: but no, she defended me, and uh, Alan was uh, defending me too, um, he knows who he is, I appreciate uh, you two defending me on Reddit, um, Know, sometimes stuff gets uh, misconstrued and goes around and like one of those yeah I like what was happened to me in circle and she told me about your podcast and I was like yeah absolutely
0: so, yeah have you seen any of my other videos or anything
1: uh no unfortunately i haven't though but i will uh, um you said you're doing a let's play so i got to check that out
0: yeah i'll send like, you a link to uh, actually the interview with Austin Anoski you can subscribe and uh, feel free to follow me on twitter as well uh you're more than welcome to
1: oh yeah for sure for
0: sure but also uh you know do you need any help getting uh, guests on the NASCAR Weekly podcast? I mean, I recommend you guys have Larry McReynolds because that was that one was a fun interview for me.
1: Oh well, if you have any suggestions, let me know. And you know, if there's any way we can uh, have guests from your show come on our show, I mean, from the from the sounds of it, um, you've had uh, you already had guests. We've had on. You already had um, um, what's his name? Uh, the uh, first episode. Well, who was your first episode? Michael Klein. Michael Klein, that's right. So you had Michael Klein on already. We've had him on before. Uh, Lefty, we'll have him on down the road. And like you said, you had Larry McReynolds on. Yeah, we'd love to have him on our show. So.
0: Alan Bestwick was on?
1: Yeah, Alan Bestwick. Oh, we've had Alan Bestwick on as well. Yep. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So,
0: Dragon got so to interview him with me.
1: Yeah, so, we, so see, we've, been, so like, we've had some of the same guests, so we can uh, kind of, you know, go back and forth with that a little bit. But yeah, if you have any suggestions, let me know. man.
0: What if we did the NASCAR Weekly Pastimes podcast? How about that?
1: Uh, well, well, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. You never know. We'll see down the road. But like I said, though, we will be doing a fan stream um, a couple times this year, I believe. Either once, at, at the very least, we'll do one fan stream this year down the road. So just be on the lookout for that. You, yeah. will, you will definitely be on the list for that one.
0: Yeah, so I, I did say something about you a while back. And I'm going to apologize this for, to you for this right now. Uh, when you said the about the white people's heads, I was... Oh, God. I was disappointed in you with that, but, you know, I forgive you for saying that. To be honest, I probably would have said something like that, too, because...
1: Well, well, let me just explain that, too. Sometimes, like I said, you see my tweets, I dabble um, sometimes in stuff that is uh, considered uh, uh, tasteless. You know, that's part of my shtick, that's part of what I do, so sometimes uh, it may offend a few people. Now, um, I'm not saying... um, that was right of what I tweeted. Um, not saying that was right at all and stuff too, but you know, sometimes when you do dabble in, um, you know, some of the stuff I do on Twitter, um, you sometimes uh, venture into stuff that is uh, distasteful and um, disrespectful too, and um, and just and stuff that just doesn't look good when you read it. So you obviously learned those lessons, and uh, you know, thank you, man. I
0: appreciate it. Yeah, it's no problem. You know, th- thank you for doing this, and you know, I'm gonna defend you. Uh, you know whenever you need to be defended and you know, nobody has ever really defended me in my past. And I'll I'll explain something to you here on November, on November 30th of this year, I still remember the date. God damn. I'm so good with dates. I don't even know why, but um, there's this girl named Jenna who started to try to get clout off of me and like lying about me and her support system is big, a lot bigger than mine. And they were just unlike Jason Jacoby, like the stuff she was saying was not true. What do you have uh, as a piece of advice to people who are actually being slandered?
1: Well, I've been there. You know, I've been slandered multiple times too for various reasons, and you know, I've been there. And let me just tell you all this. You know, when you're on the internet, you know, you, you know, you're opening yourself up to the world basically. If you, if you're somehow able to establish um, a decent-sized following, you're basically opening yourself up to the world to a certain extent. So you're obviously going to have blowback and certain things you say and all that stuff. But when it comes to slander um, and, you know, just straight-up lies about you, um, you know, honestly, my advice to you is you need to buckle up and make sure that you have the thickest skin possible because this can happen from time to time. And the thing is, this is the reality of it. The bigger you get – the harder it is to control your own personal narrative. So my personal narrative is I'm just a motorsports fan um, who wants to make videos and who wants to entertain people as well. Um, And quite frankly, I thought the online presence of motorsports was um, sorely lacking that to an extent. But if you go on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, you know, there's a bunch of content being made by, various young people who are close to my age and then even older people too are starting to catch on to it as well. So my advice to you is, is that number one, you call these people out if they're lying to you. Like now you can't call everybody out, but you know, obviously if you, if, if you feel you can set the record straight, um, then go for it. At the same time though, don't ever go fully down the rabbit hole. Okay. You can only do so much. So don't stress over it. Um, call it out, uh, take handle it internally and But, yeah, the most important thing, though, if you're going to do something online, you need to have thick skin, the thickest skin possible. And I've learned that over time, and uh, hopefully uh, the rest of y'all uh,
0: can too. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that everybody should take that advice. Uh, what I did is I posted, yes, she's lying, and I posted the proof, and her support system shut it down right away, like Jason Jacoby's Reddit users and stuff and the people in his Discord. Right, they, did, they did do that for a while. And that's basically, like, I hate people with, like, a following like that. Not, not like, oh, I'm going to hate this person. No, no, nothing like that. It's just, like, I hate people. You
1: hate the ones who take advantage of their followers that try and then use them to defend their own wrongdoings.
0: Yes. And, and
1: they don't know it. I know exactly what you
0: mean. Yeah, because, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about what happened when I started to realize that something was wrong with Jason was when he deleted his channel. When he wasn't with McKenzie, when he told me that he couldn't see Carson, when he would spam me religious texts, it's just so weird what happened. It was just like, oh my God. It
1: was very odd. It was, very odd. It was just blindsiding. Like all this stuff, really a lot of the stuff in 2020 was blindsiding, but specifically the stuff that was going on on this platform. It was like, are you kidding? You know, like, they, this is actually like going on and, you know, I'd be damned if this goes on and. My community, in the community I'm in, or any community I'm in, you know, it doesn't matter if it's motorsports or sports or any sort of community. Anime, you know, Legos, or, you know, whatever you're into, whatever community you're into, if somebody's being, uh, is uh, behaving uh, in a in a way that is just immoral and you
0: know, just you know, stupid, then yeah, call them out. Yeah, uh, you said you grew up in an area where if something like that happened, um, they're gonna put a stop to it. As I, as did I, you know. You know, the environment that I grew up in was very strict about that stuff. If you were talking to someone like that, yeah, they're going to put a stop to that right away. You, you know, I think, I think most places, yeah, most places are definitely like that for sure. Yeah, there might be a few bad ones here and there, but yeah, most places they, they know what to do that sort of thing. Happens. Yeah. So, um, do you have any more questions for me or?
1: Anything? I think I've gotten all of them out of the way yeah, yeah I, I appreciate your questions though very you know, you know uh, the way you were asking me stuff very direct very straight to the point and um, and uh, quite frankly some of the questions I wasn't even ready for too so it was, a, it was a big challenge for me to really answer the questions as fluently as possible so I appreciate you man
0: yeah I, I think you got a bright future coming uh like you know I, I agree with Larry Mcreynolds that you have a you have a great voice for commentating if you ever he want to get in into- he said that about me yeah. He said it to me too. Nice. Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, he needs to be back in the booth, by the way. I don't know why he's not in the booth. He needs to be back. <laughs> I agree with you on that. We can all agree with you on that. Larry is so kind. He's a great guy. I love Larry. Oh my gosh, I was in tears re listening Is re even a word? I don't know. I just invented a word today. Listening, you're listening. <laughs> but anyway, um. Yeah, thank you once again to Darian Gilliam for doing this. Once again, man, it has been an honor. Hopefully, we can do some collabs in the future, and uh, we'd also like to have you on again uh, in the future. So, uh, thank you. Oh yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, hopefully, hopefully
1: more about the racing, obviously some serious, this was a, more of a serious podcast and stuff, but uh, the next time I'm on, uh, we'll definitely talk about the uh, the uh, the 2021 season for sure. Yeah, um,
0: basically I do want to get this out of the way. Um, a lot of people have been asking, how do, can you be on p- past times more than once? Yes, you can. However, you can only be on one per, you can only be a guest once per season. So, so we, we want to be fair to everybody, you know, Ryan. A. So, at least the next season,
1: um, have me on the list. Uh, at least in your top five uh, for
0: uh, the next season. Would you like to be our first guest of season two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put me down. It's put me down right now. See. All right, there we go. Yeah, that that will actually. Regarding that, that'll actually be the day before the Daytona 500 on the Saturday instead of the Sunday. So. Um, so uh, that's not going to be live either. So we're going to pre-record that. Just let me know when you want to do it. Wait hold on uh, 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 this year's Daytona 500. Correct. Okay. 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 So, um, I might actually,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna be there. So, I don't know if I'll be available by then, but, but, uh, you know, at least put me in one of the first episodes. At the very
0: least, do that. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Um, so once again, so once again, thank you to Darian Gilliam, and, um, with that, um, I'm going to end this interview here.